A seagull interrupts a drug bust by stealing all the weed. And a 40-person brawl at Raging Waters Water Park started over one beach towel. And firefighters rescue a woman stuck in a septic tank for days. These are the weird stories for Tuesday. This is Weird AF News, and this is what we do. I'm Jonesy, a comedian in Los Angeles and the host of Weird AF News. And I want to thank you for joining me today, you little cute little cherub with all your cheeks. Bring it on over. Smoke a fatty and laugh it up with Jonesy in Weird AF News. Oh, yeah. A seagull interrupts a drug bust by stealing the weed. (laughs) A Swedish man had a very lucky escape when a seagull nabbed his bag of weed just as detectives were approaching him and a friend that were smoking marijuana. The plainclothes officers were patrolling the Gothenburg Cultural Festival when they spotted a woman openly smoking a cannabis joint. Ooh, scandalous. Sweden is home, by the way, to some of the world's strictest drug laws, with possession of marijuana punishable by a hefty fine and six months in prison. Really, Sweden? You're embarrassing me. Get it together over there. Goodness. I thought you guys were very forward-thinking people. Obviously not. Ooh, you go to bet six months and a hefty fine for a cannabis cigarette? Yeah? But check this out, right? So as the undercover policeman closed in on the couple, all right, a man on a, on a nearby park bench clocked the officers who then spotted him tossing a bag of weed away. I don't know what that means. Anyone know what that paragraph means? No clue. A man on a nearby park bench clocked the officers who then spotted him tossing a bag of weed away. Clocked? What exactly is that? Some sort of Swedish verb? Diverting their attention from the smoker, the law enforcers headed to arrest the man. But just as the second officer was reaching down to retrieve the suspicious bag, a seagull swooped in and made off with the evidence. Okay, maybe someone so maybe someone said, yo, cops. And so the dude was like, oh, cops, shit, threw the bag of weed on the ground. Maybe that's what they're trying to say happened. And then the, seat, the, the cop went over to, oh, I see what you threw away. Let me see what that is, sir. Looks like some contraband. Yes, and in Sweden, everything is contraband. Went to grab it. Seagull swoops in, takes it away. The two officers were highly experienced, and they estimated that the bag contained about 10 grams of cannabis. Oh, that's enough to get you beheaded in Sweden. However, no evidence equals no arrest. And the officers were foiled by the seagull, which I think is amazing. No need to be wasting the public's resources prosecuting people over some grass. Stupid. The police spokesman also confirmed that the man fled as they were watching the fugitive bird making off with the weed. What the policemen did not expect was that a third party would interfere, explained an onlooker. There were also a large number of seagulls at this site. One of them saw his chance and picked up the bag of weed and lifted quickly with the booty. As quickly as the seagull disappeared, so did the man who threw away the bag. The officers did, however, arrest the woman for use and possession. <laughs> so she got caught with her joint, but the bag, the bag, the evidence of 
more smoking and having a good time flew away with the seagull. This is one of those instances where you're grateful for a seagull because they're quite annoying birds, I must say. Very smart, too. Annoyingly smart. You hang out at the beach, they'll wait for you to go in the water and then they'll go sniffing through your bag. They're not afraid. And they'll sit there all day waiting for you to take a dive. They know the deal. Got to ask this question, though. Do you guys think the seagull smoked up? (laughs) What could be worse than a high seagull? Because you know those bastards are going to be looking for snacks at that point, and then your sandwich, I mean, anything is up for grabs. They'll come around looking for grub. It'll be out of control. They're about as hungry as I want them to be in their natural state. I don't want them high. Man, I had one. Grabbed chips right out of my hand once. Amazing. The whole bag. Bye. It was a small bag, but still. They do not care. Mm. Bag of weed, though. Yeah. (laughs) Seagull. Imagine the seagull's got babies. Grabbed the bag of weed, brought it back to the babies. Babies are like, uh, can't do anything with this, ma. Are you, is this a gateway drug you've brought us, mother? We would like some sour cream and onion Pringles instead, if you could. (laughs) Can you get, well, let's get high and then go look for Pringles. How about that, kids? And by the way, Sweden, up yours. A 50-person brawl began at Raging Waters over a beach towel. This is in Sacramento, where I will be this weekend. A a large fight involving more than three dozen people at Raging Waters began over a beach towel. Oh, yes. This happened on Sunday afternoon. Forty people started fighting when two women began to disagree over who took whose beach towel. Oh, my goodness. These are adults? What the hell? You're wondering, what is Raging Waters, Jonesy? Well, Raging Waters is a water park in Sacramento. Featuring more than 25 water attractions, breathtaking slides, crystal clear pools, and an 800-foot lazy river, and a wave pool. Yes, don't mean to be an advertisement for raging waters, but shit, man, I love water parks. Nothing's better than getting super high and just getting on a lazy river all day. I mean, that's just outstanding. You got to sneak in the alcohol, of course, because they don't allow such things, but... (laughs) Uh, me at a water park? Oh, it's on. It's on. The vibe at a water park, very good. I could not never foresee like a brawl over a beach towel occurring at a water park, which is, you know, it's a place of good spirits, typically. So how did it go down? Okay, well, the fight was between two families, and it began with a beach towel. Uh, one person was left critically injured, according to the police chief. That person is 35-year-old Christopher Neves of Modesto. Was transported to a nearby hospital in stable condition. <laughs> because of the, the brawl, the water park closed early and attendees were all escorted out. These people screwed it up for everybody on a Sunday afternoon. A very hot Sunday. Families enjoying raging waters and now are told to leave because some stupid immature adults act like children and they fight over a beach towel. Over a beach towel? They're everywhere. They're a dollar. Get over it. And by the way, you don't even need a beach towel. Water park beach towel. What are you out of your mind? You carry around a beach towel? You wuss. I go to a water park. No, I got a towel in my locker. I don't carry it around. 
you hold my towel while I go down the lazy river. Don't bring a towel, dummies. Certainly don't fight her over a towel and ruin everybody's Sunday. Goodness gracious. Pardon my language. Three o'clock in the afternoon, the police were called to break up this fight involving 40 people. The conflict was mainly between two families, each with about 15 to 20 members. Big family brawls over a towel. When the officers broke apart the fight, this individual, Neves, was found unconscious and without a heartbeat. Holy crap! Over a towel! The paramedics arrived, performed CPR, regained his heartbeat. He was transported to the hospital. The families have given conflicting accounts in interviews as to what happened, of course, because they're immature children and should be barred from all fun for the rest of their lives. Get rid of these people. Fight over a beach towel. Stupid. Grow the hell up. There were claims that a member of one family took a beach towel belonging to the other family. He he called me names. What are you, eight years old? Oh, the infantilism in my country. It's embarrassing. Embarrassing. Grown-ass adults in their 30s acting like children everywhere. I, I hear these stories all the time. They come across my plate because I cover this podcast. Here's a quote. It started over a beach towel and then escalated into verbal insults and profanity. One family getting angry because of profanities being said in front of the children. The next thing we know of, it became physical. Oh, they're upset because of profanities being said in front of the children, yet you're all going to brawl in front of the children over a beach towel? What message does that send to the kids? Don't say F the F word, but give me that towel or I'll punch you in the jaw and knock you out unconscious and stop your heartbeat. Wow. These are, the, these are the people procreating in my culture. These are the people procreating. <laughs> sad, sad state of affairs. <laughs> really? Ruining it for everybody at Raging Waters. The manager made a statement after closing the park early. The safety of all Raging Waters Sacramento guests is our top priority. Guests were cleared out at their own pace. <laughs> Not the way officials would normally clear during an evacuation. There were a slightly larger amount of officers in the area because a cannabis festival was simultaneously happening. Ooh, a cannabis fest right next to a water park? That sounds lovely. Sign me up for that. <laughs> No arrests were made. How do you not arrest somebody after this? You should arrest all of them. Teach them a lesson, except for the children. But all these adults acting like that, arrest them. Set a precedence. Set an example for the kids that are witnessing this debacle. Be like, oh, this is what happens when you act like an idiot. No arrests made, but all the people involved in the fight were identified, photographed, and released. <laughs> They're considering facing criminal charges against some of the combatants. Alcohol was actually a factor leading to this fight. Oh, it sounds like some people needed to spend a little bit more time at the cannabis festival next door instead of drinking at the water park. Y'all need to chill out and go next door, get high, and realize how inconsequential a towel is. This is why we need to smoke more weed, everybody. It teaches you what is important in life. Because here's what's not important in life. A towel. No, not at all. Firefighters have rescued a woman stuck in a septic tank for days. Ugh, this poor lady. This is in Oregon. 
firefighters in Estacata. Estacata. Sounds like a beer. They rescued a woman that they said was trapped in a septic tank, possibly for three days. Flew her to the hospital. Ooh, God, gross. Ooh, poor lady. They found her lying in raw sewage. Sewage. Did I say that right? Is it sewerage or sewage? If you're going to go with the spelling of it, I would say sewage. Yeah, I'm learning as I go. Public school, baby, public school. She was lying in it with her face just above the sewage in a tank outside her home, which is about five miles northeast of Estegada, where she lives alone, all by herself. And she's all by herself, lying in a sewer. Here's a quote from a paramedic. It can be scary, scary situation, especially sitting at the bottom of a septic tank and you don't know that anybody's going to come and get you. Yes, yes. Many homes in these rural areas use underground septic tanks as a kind of private sewer to process and treat waste. Fire chief said, nobody would have heard her up there. The next closest house was a couple of thousand feet away. Well, how the hell did they find her then? The call came Tuesday afternoon from the woman's daughter who hadn't heard from her mother since Friday. Oh, they went on a search for her. She got concerned, went to check on her, found her inside of the septic tank. The daughter found her inside. Imagine that. Looks like there was work being done on the tank. There was a tractor in the area and a hole had been dug exposing the tank. She had fallen inside the septic tank, fallen through a two by two foot hole in the top of the tank. The complete operation, they called in reinforcements for it. A rescue team. Crazy. The firefighters lowered down the handle of one of their tools. She was able to grab a hold of it, sit up slightly, and they were able to get some other poles involved and a strap, put it around her back, under her arms, and hoisted her out. She was somewhat laying down with her face above the water level. Once we got her out, she was pretty weak, so we just got her straight onto the cot and laid her down, said one of the firefighters. <laughs> the woman was taken by helicopter to a hospital in Portland due to concerns about the lack of oxygen in the tank and possible infection from being in contact with sewage, sewage for so long. The woman did not want to be identified publicly. Why? Because she doesn't want everybody to know she was laying in shit. I don't blame her. She was, uh, oh, as of, uh, as of today, they're not really sure what her condition is. Got to do some research, guys. Find out what's going on. Does she have hepatitis? What's, I mean, I mean, she's lying in her own poop, though, so it's probably, this isn't a public septic. This is strictly for her own place, so. If you're going to lie in anybody's poop, it should be your own, I feel like, you know. I would take solace that it's mine. I don't trust other people's poop, to be honest with you. I don't know what you're putting down your face through your intestines. What, do you eat McDonald's every day? I don't trust you. <laughs> do you drink glasses of milk every day like an animal? Big, tall glasses of milk with like a four-year-old? Weirdo. I don't trust your poop. My poop? My poop's pretty clean, I'd say. Yeah, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I mean, outside of the, uh, you know, the drugs... I mean, it's pretty cool. I, I think I, I think I'm all right. Getting healthy. Wow, this is taking a strange turn. I should probably back step a little bit. Uh, 
Got to feel bad for this woman. I mean, doesn't want to be identified, and I get that. But if word gets out, I mean, how's she going to get a date? You got, who's going to date the poop girl? No one's going to date the poop girl. Be like, Jimmy, did you go out with Sophie? Sophie? Yeah, Sophie. How did you know that? Dude, everybody knows you're going out with Sophie. And by the way, everybody knows that Sophie is the poop lady. Yeah, we know. Ah, oh, damn. You knew that? Shit. Yeah, bro. Everybody knows. You've been making out with a woman who's been, who laid in her own poop for three days. We all know, man. We all know. You're going to put gloves on to touch her? What are you going <laughs> to... That's messed up. Here's a question. Would you guys date somebody who laid in raw sewage for three days? Would you? Could you look past it? People got shady pasts, man. They got baggage. And in order to be with them, everybody's got baggage that you have to learn to accept and move on from. Can you move on from this lady's baggage? Laying in, in crap for days. Who knows? Hold for sirens. Maybe they're going to rescue somebody that's laying in their own poop. Go get her, guys! Save her! <laughs> seriously, though. Seriously. This lady, by the nick of her skull, did she evade death. And, I mean, to die in, you know, piles of your own excrement is just not a way, to, not, not a way that any of us should go. No respectable human being should go out this way. Really. If I could die in anybody's poop, not my own, it would probably be Sama Hayek's. I just love her. I've always loved her. I've had a thing for her. I'll bet you her poop is just crystal clear. Ugh. She probably doesn't even poop. She's perfect. <laughs> That's weird. Hey, hey, guys, let me ask you this. Weird AF News. Call in. Tell me. If, if, you could, if you could die in anybody's septic tank, who would it be? Let's be real. Brad Pitt? <laughs> Oh, it's the sweet sounds of weird news being delivered to your lovely eardrums by yours truly, Jonesy, and I'm happy to do so. I hope you enjoyed all the stories today, guys. And I'm going to deliver this outro like a late-night R&B DJ. Oh, yeah. You just heard you just heard Jeffrey Osborne with LTD doing Love Ballad. Next up is... <laughs> Next up is Lionel Richie and the Commodores doing Zoom, baby. You guys know either of those songs? If you do... I would love you even more. I got a nice email from Tyler Woodruff. Sounds like a porn name. Yeah, Tyler Woodruff. I guess any any last name with wood in it, I'm like, oh, that's a porn. That's a good porn name. Hey, Jonesy, my wife Allison Woodruff and I are huge Weird AF News fans. Love you. That no, they didn't write love you. I'm saying love you as I as an interjection in the middle of the email. Tyler writes, we love the podcast and are really into your sense of humor. <laughs> I don't know why I'm a crazy person, but okay. My wife's birthday was today and one of her gifts was joining your Patreon. Isn't that amazing? Someone got that for their loved one. Imagine, imagine joining my Patreon is a gift for your loved one. I mean, what? Well, I, I, could, I could die a happy man now. Allison and Tyler. Well, happy birthday, Allison. Big shout out to you as well, you cutie. Hope you enjoy the Patreon. Tyler writes, she's really stoked. Allison is very stoked to get the extra content and the shout out, of course. Oh, yeah, you get a shout out, baby. But I won't keep you long, buddy. We appreciate you and all you do to keep a smile on everyone's face. Keep up the great work, brother. Yes, they didn't tell me where they're from. I'm going to guess you're Americans. 
because you use the word stoked. I think that's a very American word. You're probably a West Coaster, as a matter of fact. Um, Tyler and Allison, thank you so much for being big fans of the of the show, loyal listeners, and joining the Patreon is just going an extra mile, really, for real. I'm so grateful. Um, I love getting emails like this. This just makes my day. Wake up to something like this, I just get ah, it's such, it's so great. A lovely email and a new patron. Ah, unbelievable. Life is good. Life is good. If I could just get rid of this rash, it would be better. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm just playing, guys. No rashes here, but definitely got mosquito bites on my ankles, man. What the hell's going on? Got the crap eaten out of me. You know, you get one in your room and you can't find the damn thing and it feasts on you all evening and then you look for it the next morning like a crazy person with a magazine rolled up. Can't find it. You hear me, mosquito? I know you're out there! Yeah. She knows I'm here. You know, they are. They're females, the ones that bite. You know, you heard me, honey. Hey, if you guys want to join the Patreon and support support me, obviously I need uh, meds because I'm uh, an insane person. Uh, so help add to my med fund. <laughs> Patreon.com slash weirdafnews, baby. Join the... Everybody's doing it. All the kids are doing it. For $2 a month, you can join the Patreon. That's nothing. What's that? Buying Jonesy a Guinness? Not even. The Guinness costs more than that. Unless you buy a four-pack of cans. Even that, that's like ten bucks. So it's like it's more like two fifty a can. Buy me, buy me uh, four fifths of a can of Guinness. Be nice to me. Hello. Patreon.com/slash/WeirdAFNews. You're gonna get bonus episodes. That's right, Tyler and Allison. You're gonna get bonus episodes. There's one, two a month that are well over an hour. I've uploaded one already. I'm gonna upload another one by the end of this week. Hell yeah, get it. Uploaded a video. I'm gonna do an article. Yeah, because I like weird stuff. I find, search, and seek weird shit, and I deliver it. And if you're anything like me, you're going to like the stuff that you get on the Patreon because it's extra weird. I don't hold back at all. Got to hold back a little bit on the podcast because there could be kids listening. But not on the Patreon. We go buck wild, baby. No holds barred. Like an old school WWF bout. (laughs) All right, I'm being stupid now. I need to corral i need to corral my stupidity if i may do if i may so spin a phrase follow me on instagram at funny jones you can see what i'm doing this weekend i'll be up in sacramento doing shows you hear me jay from sacramento you better come out to my show i'm gonna publish one of jay's calls right after this outro so you get to hear him and michael from iowa as well thank you guys for calling very loyal listeners from the from day one that i appreciate and have to show love to also on Twitter, Funny Jones. Facebook, Comedian Jonesy. Email, funnyjones at gmail.com. The phone number, 646-450-2012. Call the show. Show, 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 show. Shaka, Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. let me rock it, let me feel for you. Shaka Khan, let me rock it, that's all I want to do. Yay! Yo, Jonesy, this is Jay from Sacramento calling. Just to see how you're doing, man. Hoping that you're getting, uh plenty of Patreon subscriptions and donations coming in to help support you at Weird AF News. And um, I see that you're getting sponsorships, so that's that's kind of cool. I remember back in the day you were asking and hoping to sponsor the uh, bag of dicks. <laughs> People. Oh, pranks.com, that's it. And, uh, oh, I also want to say, I've never heard you say, why can't they have a, a bag of uh, vaginas? You know what I mean? Um, or a box of vaginas. It's always boobs or sperm 
I've never heard vaginas. I'd love to see an exploding box of just beautiful vaginas just all just explode and land all over me, wouldn't you? Why does it have to be dicks or sperm or boobs? I mean, boobs are cool, but vaginas are better. <laughs> Anyways, I was calling to comment on your robot fighting um, thing because I thought it was kind of weird how you were talking about, too, that they people uh, supposedly, they said, um, don't like to see robots injuring each other. And uh, I think that's a load of crap in one way. It depends on what the robots look like, okay? So if the robots are uh, looking like little square, little uh, machines of death, obviously, like on BattleBots, that's why we don't care, because they're built to beat each other. You see what I'm saying? So uh, not really that. They just they don't look, in other words, they don't look human, or, or even like any animal we really know. So most of the time they're a box or a circle. So that's why BattleBots is kind of popular. That's why people watch it, and they don't care. I'm sure there's nobody saying, oh, God, they're beating each other. Now, you want to see cringing from um, destroying robots? Uh, watch Westworld. <laughs> now, if we had robots like they have on Westworld, you would definitely hate to see them die. Well, no, I won't say everyone would, because just like you see on Westworld, a lot of fucking perverts out there excuse the F bomb, but... And not just perverts, but just deranged people would like to just torture and kill people that look like people because they look like people and they can get their rocks off. Uh, which brings me to a whole other subject I don't know I got enough time for, our stereotypes, bro. And I was wondering about this. You know how everybody, every nationality has their stereotypes. You know, uh, us African Americans got the stereotype of hanging around with our pants hanging halfway off our ass and basically acting like any area we're in is ours, and, you know, just bullying people, and they just think they're the shit, and it's just sad, but, um, I want to talk about a stereotype that no one seems to recognize, and, um, no one seems to... Hey, Jones, it's Michael from Iowa City calling, and, uh, I'm calling in regards to the story that you did about the woman who's been crashing weddings, and is being sought by the police because she's been stealing gifts from the wedding. And ultimately, you decided that that crashing a wedding is a pretty harmless thing to do. And I have to disagree with you on this. You know, on the surface, it sounds like a harmless thing. Come in and eat a piece of cake, eat a couple of mints, and and uh, dance around a little bit, and then get out of there. But if you dig a little deeper, uh, a person who's going to crash a wedding, ideally, you're just going to go in and uh, eat a piece of cake and... Uh, dance a couple of dances and go, but you've got to keep a low profile if you're going to do that, because if you're out there being the life of the party and enjoying yourself too much and drawing attention, maybe dancing with Grandpa and, you know, some of the other people that aren't being drawn into the fun of it, that's a that's a nice thing to do, and that sounds okay, but if you're doing that and drawing too much attention to yourself, you're going to get noticed by people that are in charge of the wedding, like the parents and close family members and friends of the bride and groom, they're going to say, hey, who is that out there? And you're going to draw too much attention to yourself, and you're going to end up getting caught. So that would be something that you would want to avoid. But a lot of these weddings, if they have a sit-down meal, those are expensive, $20, $25, $30 a plate or more. And that's what the caterers are going to charge. And they keep track of those and how many plates are served. So you're actually going to cause an expense to the bride and groom or their family. So that's kind of a dirty thing to do. 
you're attending and you're actually costing them excessive money, especially if you're taking advantage of an open bar and really drinking a lot of drinks. So uh, to top it off by stealing gifts at the end and you're then slighting the person who brought that gift and that's not going to be seen on the gift list by the bride and groom. They're going to think that that person that they invited didn't bring a gift. And then ultimately, this person is doing it many times and um, attending many uh, weddings and uh, the gifts are totaling thousands of dollars. That This is a real criminal. So I think this is a very bad thing. And you just got to think it through a little deeper and think that this person, while it seems like on the surface they're just having some fun, um, ultimately this is really a bad person doing a bad thing. Yeah, they're having some fun. It sounds kind of harmless on the surface, but this person is really turning into a career criminal. It's really no worse than a burglar who's breaking in and stealing things from people. It just uh, it sounds lighthearted on the surface, but it's really not. They're going to get themselves caught, and rightfully so. Uh, sorry to disagree with you, but um, I think most people are going to agree